What happened to the American male? Look around and you'll surely be disappointed. Pussy here, pussy there, pussies everywhere. The wussification of men in this country can't be blamed on woke culture alone. That's more of a recent phenomenon and men gave up long before wokeism started spreading. Besides, it was only able to take root because weak men created fertile ground for it. Think calling today's men pussies is harsh? Think again. In 2016, the average 20 to 34 year old man could only apply 98 pounds of force with a right-handed grip, down nearly 20 pounds from just 1985. Men's testosterone levels have been declining too, by an average of 1% per year since the 1980s. Some point to environmental toxins for low T, but there's another glaring fact about men that might shed some light on the subject, obesity. Over 40% of men aged 20 to 39 are considered obese. FYI, obesity suppresses testosterone. Men's attitudes and behaviors are also affecting their testosterone levels. Young men today are more likely to cohabitate. This promotes pro-social hormones like oxytocin. These are considered natural antagonists to testosterone, thus enabling low T. Men don't want to work either. 11% of prime-aged men, ages 25 to 54, are not working. That's nearly a three-fold increase from the 1950s. But don't worry about them. They're getting supported by you. 75% of these prime-aged men are in a household that receives government benefits. So what are they doing with all this extra spare time? Are they being better husbands, boyfriends, or sons? Are they contributing to their communities? Nope. These unemployed, prime-aged men are watching over five and a half hours of television a day. That's twice as much television as their working male counterparts. And if you ask men today how they feel about themselves, it's pretty pathetic too. Only 30% of men aged 18 to 29 identify themselves as completely masculine. All of this should scare you. When manliness evaporates, our country's security goes with it. Every year, about 4 million Americans turn 18. Less than 30% of them meet the minimum requirement for enlisting in the military. Now, this fact slaps both men and women, but it ain't good any way you slice it. Men are basically not men anymore. All of this together isn't looking good for the United States. Contrary to what a feminazi or a member of Al-Qaeda might say, we do need men, but we need real men. You know, like they have in Ukraine. The guys over there are putting soy boy Americans to shame. Did you hear about the crew of Ukrainians defending Snake Island? When Russians flew over and told them to surrender or they would be shelled, the soldiers told them to go themselves. Then you have a ghost pilot flying around shooting down Russian jets. Another man saw Russian tanks invading and ran out to stand in their way, causing the tanks to swerve as they tried to miss him. Now men are tossing Molotov cocktails at Russians. Even women and children that stayed behind are helping make these. And let's not forget about the guy who blew himself up on a bridge just to prevent Russian tanks from encroaching on his beloved country. And when it comes to leaders, we have the limpest loser in the game, Biden. It's mortifying and downright embarrassing that our president has no idea what to do. Instead of thinking out a plan, he's throwing out sanctions that don't do anything but hurt civilians. He's too busy chilling back home in Delaware to be bothered by the fact he might have ginned up World War III. Meanwhile, Zelensky isn't letting anyone take his country. This guy's enemy number one. Putin has mobilized more than 60,000 troops against Ukraine. Knowing this, he still trolled Putin with a meme comparing him to Hitler. Furthermore, Zelensky knows he has a high probability 
of not making it out alive. Putin has reportedly sent a private militia into Ukraine to kill Zelensky and 23 other people. Still, Zelensky is staying behind with his fellow countrymen. And when Biden offered to help evacuate him, he said, quote, I need ammo, not a ride. And just before the invasion began, Zelensky told Putin, quote, it will be our faces you see, not our backs. People may criticize toxic masculinity. They may even cheer on those who squash it. But a toxic person is a toxic person, regardless of whether it's masculine or feminine. Taking down masculinity won't make us a better nation. It will make us weaker. The aggression that we shame and the toughness that we ridicule is only toxic for those looking to live in a soft society. We can pat ourselves on our backs as we ruin men, but taking them down won't preserve or protect us. While we have a country of overweight and lazy weaklings, Ukraine has a country full of Kyle Rittenhouses. We kick back and watch the news in awe of their bravery and courage in pushing back the Russians. But the machismo we admire them for is the very thing we obliterate in the U.S. The only thing standing in between Putin and Ukraine right now is Ukrainians' toxic masculinity. Whenever we get into our next war, we're going to look around at each other and collectively ask, where did all the men go? I'll tell you where. Straight to Pussytown. <laughs>